Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Welcome to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast. Got Ryan Cowan, your host. Bob Collin, yo, 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 what is up for sure? And we have Danielson. Danielson. What's happening? Not much. Just uh just here. Excited to be Wearing here. Wearing your your globe go blue Santa hat. Go blue. Fucking love it. Who's here from the mystical north? I was thinking about that earlier, how I'm so honored to live in the north country, even though I assume that a lot of people would not classify Midland as up north. It fits the bill for me. So, Captain JG, tuning in from a bunker in an undisclosed location. Just you know, rub it in. Just stick the knife in. Twist it. Rub it in that you live in the northland. Bastard. The north. Uh, north, uh, north, uh, north, uh, north. Yeah. Welcome uh, to our Christmas special. Yeah. Yay, yay. Christmas. Happy, happy Christmas. Yeah. Happy, happy Christmas. Christmas and Merry every other holiday. Kwanzaa, Merry holidays. Hanukkah. 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 All holidays. Yeah. We we say Merry Christmas here. That's what Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy. Happy. Happy, happy Christmas. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Merry Christmas. You know, that the whole happy holidays thing. People are too sensitive. <laughs> Suck it up. Really Merry are. Christmas. Yeah, yeah Christmas I, I, I say Merry Christmas, so say Merry Christmas to me. Yeah. Hey, Merry Christmas, Ryan. Oh, happy holidays. That's just weird. Are we going That's just weird. Are we going straight political in the first fucking... No, please, God. Three Tell minutes of this episode? About your yeah. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel, <laughs> Tell there. me more about your beliefs. Let's, tell, yeah. let's, let's get into your religious beliefs, yeah. too. <laughs> uh, Sideways in a hurry. We should discuss religion. <laughs> no, we should not. That sounds like a terrible idea. Absolutely. <clears throat> oh, man. So, yeah. Christmas special. We're going to talk about um, pretty much all things Christmas and... December-related things, because, you know, we're kind of over-hunting, because deer aren't moving in this cold-ass shit. They're not on my camera. I, I've, I've had zero pictures in the last three days. Nothing. I, I, might be my batteries are dead. I don't know. Coyotes. I've had, I've had a bunch of coyotes. Lots other of coyotes, that, yeah. Other than that, I haven't had anything not else. A, not a whole lot of going on in the woods, unfortunately. So, that seems to be the case this time of year, though, like... I mean, the where, only thing you tend to see are does. Like, I don't know what the bucks do, but... Yeah, where do they go? I don't know. Jason, you're our resident uh, DNR guy. Where do the deers go? Plural. Not home. just one deer. Where do the multiple all deers? All the deers. I need to know. They, they go home in your freezer because they're all dead. 
<laughs> it's a good possibility if you were to look at the numbers you would assume I did I did look at the numbers and they jumped way up the numbers jumped way up the current total is 8675309 Hey closest to without going over so I had the highest prediction got it. Got it. I had the highest prediction so and you're not even close I'm pretty sure Jason is like right on the money Here's the problem, though. Here's the problem. That late antlerless is going to... I'm going to lose because of late antlerless, yep. I think. Dan's on the money. I mean, like, two... What was mine? Like, 287 or something like that? 283, 321. Yeah. So so the actual number right now is 276571. 276571. Two seven six five seven one. I can't fucking write today. So Derp. there's a couple people. Derp. Nobody's out yet. Um, Jason's about to be out. He's about to bust. <laughs> Jason's <laughs> about to blow. He's about to. <laughs> He's about to blow. <laughs> Prepare to pig. <laughs> Man, your lifeboats. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on right now? I don't even know what's I, happening. I don't want I don't I don't want Dan to repeat what he said, but I think I I think I know what he said and I want to kind of know if that was a, that was a quote. Right. Well, Ryan said that you're about to bust. And I, 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 no, that was a quote from that, that was, that was uh, David David Chuck the Freak about 5 years ago. Yeah. jeez. Oh, so, uh Dan Merry uh, Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, and we're done. Merry Christmas. We just want to get on and say Merry Christmas, everybody. Have, have a good night. It's all have we got. This is about a three-minute podcast. <laughs> well, if the if, if it'll the, be the most listened podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the rule is closest without going over, right? So yeah. I'm I'm still I'm going to be in the running for a little while. But can you take us through the numbers again? So. Let's run through it. So we're at two seven six five seven one. Jason is the lowest at two seven 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 seven. <laughs> Bob is at or no, Dan's at two eighty three. Oh, I'm, I'm just gonna. That's gonna, a good one, Dan. I'm gonna round round up. He's two eighty three. Jimmy's two eighty seven. I am two ninety six. And Bob is 310. <laughs> Three, You're killing the herd! <laughs> Three million. All of the deers. But, Bob, there's only two million deer in, in Michigan. So, so they're going to kill three, though. Yeah. Because they're killing the herd! God. Uh, Y'all are dumb. Uh, <laughs> That's probably why. The graveyard of empty cans around this table. Oh, man. Yeah, we're we're so we're an hour into this podcast and but, and also five minutes into also, the podcast. But also five minutes into the podcast. <laughs> this is the problem. We had like, a podcast before the podcast that'll never be aired for many reasons. We just have way too much fun. That's what you that's think. what it comes down to. It's just too much fun. I'm, at some point I'm gonna have time in my life where I'm gonna sit down and all the shenanigans that happen before we you know post the the episode i'm gonna put all that together into an appropriate podcast yep and it's gonna be like the blooper it's gonna be the most listened to it will um 41 um files i've got to go through and let me tell you i don't have the time right now to do that good luck with that in the winter months that's what i'm gonna do we need to hire like a minion yeah i need like some data i need like i need like an intern 
Yeah. Need like a, a nerd layer full of nerds that can just hey, nerd, nerd. Get me a beer. <laughs> they can just nerd. I don't it. think it'd be that hard. Nerd it's only it forty-one episodes, <laughs> about thirty minutes each. Like, can piece it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywho, hmm. so all right. So that's uh, the harvest summary. So we're what? Uh, I don't even what I don't even know what today is, but we're about three weeks from the end of the year, December thirteenth. I'm pretty sure I've got the. I've got the best number there. There's a lot of season left, boys. Well, so seeing as you're not hunting anymore, <laughs> it, I'm not hunting anymore. Trust me, I'm not putting a dent in the herd either way. So I know. they're probably better off without me yeah. there. Yeah, they just they probably for, kill more deer with me not in the woods. Thank you for saving the deers. <laughs> I'm saving the deerses. Jason, you gonna hunt it all anymore this year? Nope. <laughs> Confidence. I thought about it the other day, and Sunday I had the day off, and I thought, man, I should I should go hunting. And I thought about it for about four seconds, and I'm like, fuck that. I've been getting up early every day for work, and like if I get an opportunity to not have to wake up early, I'm sleeping in. What time's early for you? What time do you 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 hunt uh, at Bob's house, right? So, uh, yeah, I mean to get up for for deer hunting, I don't. Even, it's been so long since I hunted in the morning. I don't even know what what time's you get laid out. Ryan hates getting up early so seven. much that he doesn't even hunt in the morning. He's crabby. It's around seven, seven fifteen, probably. I think. I'm not um, a nice human in the morning. <laughs> My employees know, like they like when I walk in, they just hand me energy drinks. <laughs> just like look away, look away. If, if the employees are listening right now, I know how to at least make Ryan. I'm not going to say happy, but at least move him from negative to neutral. And that's when you first see him say, "Hey, just so you know, I'm headed to pick up an omelet from the diner." <laughs> Funny story. And, and, and he won't realize what's happening, but he won't be mad. I won't be mad. No. Funny story though. One of my employees actually told me today that. Um, she found our podcast. I don't know how. And now her um, like teenage kids listen. Oh, nice. And they want some swag. <laughs> nice. I'm like, well, I guess we should probably tone it down a bit. <laughs> I don't know if uh, she's listened to it yeah. to know. Like, I guess we don't swear that much. <laughs> no, not that we, much. We I mean, swear we as much as needed. We swear enough. Yeah. <laughs> We swear as much as when you were growing up and you would go with your dad to hunting and fishing camp and he would look at you and say, what happens at camp stays at camp. That's right. That's that's what the kids are listening to right now. What happens on that silly podcast stays on that silly podcast. That That might be my new tagline at the end. Remember, kids, what happens on the podcast stays on the podcast. <laughs> that can be your ending line. Hey, you don't have, I like that, Dan. I don't. You yeah. don't have a thing. I don't. That's your thing. For one. There you go. I, I, like I do specifically remember. <laughs> I do specifically remember going up to deer camp as a uh, a young man, 10, 12 years old, and my dad telling me on the way back, like. Don't you repeat anything you heard to your right. mother? <laughs> I, I told Jackson when we were coming. Well, on our way. Don't up, you repeat anything on our you way heard. up to Winnie? I told him I was like, "You're going to hear a lot of words, words that you know you shouldn't say, so don't say them." <laughs> I don't. I you cannot come back, and all of a sudden your mom's hearing you say these words because it's going to fall on me. Bob, it was hilarious. We were at uh, my my wife and I went to Ryan's house for the Michigan. Um, what was it Michigan TCU game? 
No, no, no. That hasn't happened yet. No, no, no. Michigan. You was Michigan Purdue. You moved to the future. Purdue, Purdue. The great Scott. Purdue. And just in case you were wondering, Ryan, Dan will be at your house for the TCU game. Okay, I will. I will be there. He's speaking in the future tense. Yeah. It was so we were there for the Purdue game, and Jackson, who you know obviously is Ryan's son, he he is the first time ever meeting my wife. And he says, he says, hello, uh, my, my name's Jackson. Uh, is, is this the first time you've ever come to my house? And Sarah was like, yeah. And he, he was like, well, my parents and I live here, and, and they bought it for $280,000. Like, she's like, cool. And Ryan and Denise were like, how the fuck does he know that? Like, Why does he know that? They listen to everything, yeah. dude. Everything. He, he has this weird thing where he just tells everybody like how much we spend on shit. <laughs> We bought. I know. I took him to Menards the other day. I had to pick up something, and like they had some like Christmas blow up on sale, and he conned me into buying it. <laughs> and like, I, I don't remember. Somebody came over. Um, I think my sister in law came over. Or something. As soon as she gets out of the car, he was like, "Check out our thing. It was sixty dollars." I'm like, <laughs> "What the hell? Stop telling everybody about my finances, man." Seven. Uh, the kid's adorable. He's the most polite kid I've ever met in my life. He's he's awesome. That I was like a rare moment. I, just I like him a lot. <laughs> Thank God even for Sarah, moms. That's even, yeah. even Sarah said, "Man, I really like Jackson. He's so nice. He's so sweet. It's like, eh, it's a great kid, man." So I agree. Great yeah. kid. <laughs> I got I got some Jackson stories. Yeah, <laughs> but then he was kicking and screaming and crying because nobody wanted to play with him. Oh yeah, we were watching football. Yeah, he will fight you, yeah. man. That guy, that kid has a oh, temper. He has a he temper does. like his dad. Uh, yeah, I played. I played tic tac. Yeah. I played tic tac toe with him. The seven year old kid knows all the tricks to tic tac toe. Like, how does a seven year old know the tricks to tic tac toe? <laughs> I taught him. <laughs> have you watched him? Have you watched him like with a Rubik's cube? Oh, no, man. it's oh insane, God, dude. He's good with a Rubik's cube. Oh. It's insane. He'll solve genius, it. He'll man. solve it. You can it literally in like seconds, man. To solve the whole thing, he's done the whole thing. But to solve like just a color, if you if you if you just tell him like red, and you start a timer. Guarantee twenty to thirty seconds, he'll get that whole side done. Yeah, he'll um, he'll say like he struggles o- like o- piece the entire me. thing, but he'll get it. But yeah. like if you just pick a color, he knows like the whole algorithm. He'll say, I, he'll say like Uncle Bobby, give me a color, I'll be like white, and then like he's just like like geez. moving it around, moving it around, and all of a sudden, boom, it's all wow. white. I'm like. My God, man! <laughs> I've I, never I, solved a Rubik's cube. I'm Thirty-three years old, never solved a Rubik's cube. I've never cube. solved like a single row in in a Rubik's cube. Like I, I, I no. spend thirteen seconds on it and I throw it across the room because I'm like, this thing's trash. <laughs> I can't oh, solve the I can't solve the uh, little uh, golf tee game at freaking uh, oh uh, the, uh, the restaurants. The restaurants with yeah. the little, little triangle golf tee game. Yeah, I can't even like solve those. Yeah, where you gotta like the you have yeah. to like have one T over the other, and there's yeah. no space. You exactly. have to be down yeah. to one T left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. are those your fancy steak restaurants where you gotta? It's not that where you, get your, where you get your bloody meat. <laughs> no, they have those with actual steak knives. Oh, hey, Jason. Yeah. I, yeah, he, he doesn't go to steakhouses, so he I don't think we ever asked you that. How do you how do you eat your steak? You weren't there for that podcast. No, I wasn't. Um, that was one of our Q and As, and Jimmy and I got yeah. into it. Because he, oh, he, doesn't, he doesn't like cooking his meat. Oh, see, a lot of people, I think, probably are in the medium rare category. But I'm honestly, I ask for medium because 
in my opinion, there's a risk of it coming back too rare if I ask for medium rare, and I'm not a fan. We had that same so, debate. Bob yeah, and I were medium. kind of in agreement on that same thing. Yeah. Medium, Bob, Bob medium. Was who, more picked, like... uh, who picked well done with ketchup? Not with ketchup? <laughs> oh, well done. Look at you. That's fucking Ryan all day. I do love well ketchup. done. I put ketchup on hey, my ketchup. Hey, you guys should come over for a barbecue. I'll cook the steaks. <laughs> 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 so back to the back to the story about telling, um, like, not telling stories that, like, you know, to your kids and stuff. So I was, uh, my dad took me to my first ever concert, and it was, I think, 2001, I think it was. And uh, Celine Dion? No, it was uh, it was Metallica, Limp Biscuit, Mudvayne, Deftones, Linkin Park is the Summer Sanitarium Christ. tour. That's a badass concert and, uh, to go to as a kid. Yeah, and so it was at the Pontiac Silverdome. It was eight million degrees in there, and uh, what, can we just have a moment of silence for the Pontiac Silverdome? Right. Yeah, okay. Respect. Done. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so on the main floor. So we were up in the seats, and. Uh, First things first, I saw my first ever person smoking a joint, and it looked like my grandma. And so I was like, is that mama? And my dad's like, nah, not here, but that was her back in the day. But anyway, Fred Durst came out on the main floor, and he was up on one of those like beer carts. And he was pretty close to where we were at, and he was like, everybody throw your middle fingers up in the air. And I like looked at my dad. I'm like, Dad, can I flip Fred Durst off? And he's like, yeah. And I... <laughs> Double middle fingers, fuck you! Like, like eleven years old, and nice. so that's just one of those examples that, like, you know, you, yeah. first thing I did is went home and told mom I flipped Fred Durst off and said fuck you. But you know, you're allowed. It was, uh, you're allowed yeah. to you know, it was that's just one of those things I'll never ever forget that story yeah. because yeah. it was just you know one of the coolest things. That's the first memory I ever have of like snoring or snoring. <laughs> swearing. Why are you snoring <laughs> swearing. at a swearing. You're flipping somebody off, you know? So hey, uh, on that note, it just kind of brought up a memory, but I, uh, my first concert was whiplash bash at Cobo hall with Ted Nugent and brother Kane opened up for Ted Nugent. Brother wow. Kane was awesome, but they, they've kind of fallen speaking off of which, Happy birthday, Uncle Ted. Oh, Happy yeah. birthday, Uncle Ted. Happy birthday, it Uncle is Ted. Ted. Motor City Madman, Ted Nugent, his his birthday. I don't know. He's got to be like 78 or something like that. He's old. Yeah. But he's still rocking it. Yeah. It was. It was he's so, crazy ass. We yeah, got to get him on before he kicks the bucket. So that's my goal. I think we made that a bucket list goal or something. That's to try to get pretty Ted much Nugent my number his, one is to get Ted Nugent to try on this podcast. Nugent and on this podcast, after so. that, I, I think I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm done, boys. Anyway. It doesn't get higher than that. So Whiplash Bash is a New Year's Eve <clears throat> concert that, that he used to put on at Kobo. And a phenomenal concert. He rode a buffalo out on stage. He shot his guitar with a bow and arrow. Like It was, it was fucking awesome as a 12-year-old kid to see this. Oh, yeah. And I actually went to this concert with Jimmy's dad, Jim. So, um, And I remember watching a lady OD. Jeez. <laughs> she, oh, I mean, great. she she OD'd like she like she was foaming at the mouth and like 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 these security staff came in and like rushed her out. We're like up in the cheap seats of the Cobo Hall, and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> like twelve. And I'm My like, God. this is how it goes, you know. I had just started, I just just started to learn how to play guitar, so I was into Ted Nugent and stuff like that mm. and playing that kind of stuff and. And like I just remember it was a super awesome concert. But go, going back to Pontiac Silverdome, so Pontiac Silverdome, I saw uh, ACDC, other ball breaker tour, 
at uh, and we were I was main uh, main four with Jimmy's dad again. He used to take me to concerts all the time. Dude loved to go to like some badass concerts and like nobody <laughs> like hey you want to go to a concert? Hell yeah, I'll go. And um, we were main four, like maybe twenty rows back from the from the main stage. I swear to God, the loudest concert I've ever <laughs> been to in my life. Like it was just crazy nice. how loud it was it was it was awesome and i mean i'm a huge acdc fan i'm a i'm a classic rock dude but anyway our our fact checker uh is telling me that ted nugent is 74 years old today 74 okay yes thank you fact checker should we send it for uh uncle ted there you go i fucking love it let's that's do it. that's let's why do it. you're here god damn it you send it this is uh send it in true fred bear fashion should pick up for some of play. you teenage thrill seekers that really want to go out and get a thrill, <laughs> have a snort with Ted Nugent and, and the terrible outdoorsman. <laughs> oh, happy birthday, Uncle Ted! Happy, happy day! Yeah, take the corner out. Take the corner out. It's like take more it sour as you get to the bottom. No, 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 no. Moving on. Whoa, all right, I'm sure glad our I'm sure glad our Christmas special. Thirty minutes in, we haven't <laughs> talked about Christmas at all. <laughs> you know, yeah. All right, let's talk. Christmas. Have you lined up that sponsorship with uh, Apple Pucker yet? Um, yeah, they're making <laughs> us a special Decapier brand. <laughs> Decapier. It's called the the Terrible Pucker. <laughs> the Terrible Pucker. <laughs> that's not good, a real thing. This is not, that's not a real thing. thing. So that's I don't like, want to be fact checked on like, Facebook by some some a hole. Yeah. It's like it's not real. I haven't seen it anywhere. Yeah, these guys are fucking liars. Tastes like, such liars. <laughs> tastes like straight ass. It's all hundred percent. It's gonna be the worst tasting yeah. shit on earth. It tastes like Ryan's butthole. <laughs> 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 It's kind of uh, not, not that ingredients. I know at all. Not that I know at all what that tastes like. Ah. The ingredients are similar to the uh, Escanaba and the Moonlight milkshake. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. The ingredients are similar to butthole. Stings the nostrils. It's a pungent smell. Stings the nostrils. Ah. We call it Sex Panther. Decoiver is going to come out with something called Six Panther. (laughs) Terrible Six Panther. (laughs) This is why I love this fucking podcast, man. It's a terrible Six Panther. I love this so much. I, I feel bad for some people sometimes. They really want to get educated. You, you really shouldn't like. Hey, you shouldn't name this one Christmas special. You should name it Terrible Six Panthers. <laughs> hey, we warned everybody in episode one that this may not be educational for you. No. Get outdoors and don't be a terrible Six Panther. Oh, I gotta write down my tagline. I'm gonna yeah. forget it. Do it. Do it. Dan, there's the one you're going to use, but I think the other one should be, don't forget to pack your kerosene boots. <laughs> yeah. New, oh, oh. <laughs> new, new boot goofing. <laughs> Premium ostrich. Oh, no. So right. so what was it again? Uh, oh, I got it, but oh. I don't want to ruin it. Text me. Send it to me. But, yeah. Okay. Do your secret. Well, we don't do that during the podcast. Do oh, your sorry. Secret. Put your phones away. Do, do your secret text. <laughs> Oh, shit the bed. Okay. All right, Christmas. So, um, what are you doing? 
We wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah, before we, we get wish- into that. So um, we have a pretty good um, this uh, kind of this week in military history Bob wants to cover real quick. Um, kind of a big deal. I know we just covered Pearl Harbor um, for a while. Which I started watching that minute by minute Pearl Harbor. It's good, Netflix. Man. dude. I watched the first episode and like I started it. I was tired of shit. It was like one o'clock in the morning, and I was wide awake at the end. <laughs> yeah, like you're, at, you're, at the end of the first episode, I'm like, I have to work the next day. I need to go to bed. You're going downstairs to get snacks so you can watch episode <laughs> <Exactly>. two. <laughs> get me some fucking cheez its. I need some, some popcorn, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Like. Man, that first episode is like, good. Man, goes so into detail of all the shit that happened before. Like, there's stuff that I felt like I had a pretty good understanding for Harbor, but I didn't. Anyways, yeah, I, I tried to cover some of that. In that you covered all and, the things. And, <laughs> I covered a lot of things in that one. I got a little bit in depth. And apologies to anybody who listens to this podcast. We don't apologize. Not into history, but has a fast listen. forward button on everybody's podcast it, app. Yeah, just if you just don't like skip it, forward fifteen forward seconds or whatever until you hear us laughing. Until you hear us laughing again, and then we'll be right back into the show. What happened this week? A long ass time ago. Don't pressure me, okay? All right, hey, take, anyway. your, take your time. The listeners can wait. All right, this week in terrible history. All right, terrible history, not meaning it's terrible, meaning I'm terrible um, in retelling said history. Um, so this week we want to, um, we want to, hey, <laughs> this, this week we want to identify the uh, um, the Battle of the Bulge. So um, it, today is December 13th. I'm going to be leaving here in a couple days to go on. I'm going on a cruise, which I'll recap in a future episode of, mm-hmm. all, the, all, the, of all the cruise googans I find. <laughs> cruise <laughs> googans. I'm going to take pictures, okay. and I'm finding cruise googans. So. Oh, man. But anyway, uh, so this week in uh, history and military history, um, we have the Battle of the Bulge. The Battle of the Bulge, obviously, some people – I. I'm surprised sometimes when I when I talk about the Battle of the Bulge or I have a conversation with somebody and they think that the Battle of the Bulge like occurred in like the Revolutionary War and I'm like you're way off man. Couple hundred years. Couple hundred, yeah. So anyway, the Battle of the Bulge so occurred in World War II. Um, so the Battle of the Bulge began on December 16th of um, uh, of 1944. So it was the um, and basically what happened was. Um, the the access or the uh, the German forces were looking for a way to try to they're they're looking for any way to win the war at this point. So you had had the 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 landings at Normandy, which I think we covered at some point. The way you had the landings at Normandy, and the the Allies didn't expect to make so much headway to make as much headway as they had made um, in the after months in the you know the weeks after the um, the D-Day invasion um, and so they had pushed really f- close into uh, the you know it through France and into the German border and had kind of established a line all the way along from all the way up in uh, Belgium and and up into the Netherlands all the way down to uh, through France along the German border. So they were looking to like uh, find a way into Germany. And so they had established this this big kind of static defense um, along the German border. And in a kind of a last-ditch effort uh, by, the, uh, by the Germans was to 
launch an offensive uh, to take the port of Antwerp. And the port of Antwerp um, in Belgium was a, um, a major deep sea port that the um, that they had to that the the you know that the Germans had to secure in order to continue operations. If they weren't able to do it, it was pretty much going to spell the end of the war. The writing was on the wall already, so the the Germans kind of knew like the they had pretty much lost the Eastern Front, and the the Soviet the Soviets were pushing into into the onto the German border and were were ready to invade Germany, and the Germans kind of knew that. And if they couldn't dedicate all their forces towards that front, they were never going to be able to. They were never going to be able to fight fight on the Western Front, so um, or they were never going to be able to repel an invasion of their of their homeland. So um, you know, one of Hitler's last ditch efforts was the the bulge itself. And what happened was on the uh, morning of December sixteenth, they launched an offensive um, with a, a significant amount of troops. It was somewhere around like four hundred thousand uh, troops that they launched into uh, Belgium. And when they did, uh, they kind of quickly uh, defeated some of the uh, the American and Allied forces, the uh, the British and the American forces that were kind of holding the line there in the uh, you know throughout Belgium and pushed them back and created this bulge in this line. That's why it's called the Battle of the Bulge. And um, so in the in the next month or so, I think January 28th or something like that is when it it ended. Um, but they pushed this this kind of bulge into the line and trying to break through to Antwerp. And when they uh, when they did, you know, American forces had to kind of respond and reposition forces. And then, uh, you know, through a combination of like bad weather and. The inability to like reinforce troops and in just a really poor battle plan on behalf of the Germans, and a really stellar defensive battle plan on behalf of the Allies. Uh, the Allies obviously were able to withstand that, um, you know that that German offensive, and eventually pushed them back. And but in that kind of that kind of closed the closed the book on on World War Two. It really set the stage for what would become. You know the advance into Germany and the eventual uh, surrender of the German army. So um, there's some significant events that happened throughout the Battle of the Bulge, and one of them being in Bastogne. As a Bastogne. as a as a former uh, paratrooper and uh, member of the 82nd Airborne Division, like that's kind of deep and rich in our history as far as like the um, you know the the Battle of the Bulge is concerned. Bastogne. Um, I mean, I mean, throughout on Fort Bragg, you have a, a road named Bastogne and Ardennes, the Ardennes Forest, which is also another name for the Battle of the Bulges, the Ardennes Offensive. So the the Ardennes Forest, like Ardennes, is the main road go, that goes down through the 82nd Airborne Division, you know, area. But anyway, um, so it's it just kind of a kind of a heroic effort on behalf of the Allies to repel the German forces coming into um, into Belgium and making that stand. And it was always kind of like, and they were underprepared, they were under-equipped. They were not prepared for the, you know, if you could, if you could imagine, you know, 20 to zero degree weather and out there in less than, you know, less than what you're wearing right now, Dan, you know, with a sweatshirt and stuff like that. Like, you know, you're out there with, just your normal army stuff 
and no ammo and no food and you're just making it happen and so kind of hats off to those guys for being able to to be able to do that kind of thing and um just a just a, a really kind of awesome part of history a and really a and really kinda, good depiction of that is um band of brothers yeah yeah band of brothers does a awesome job and it's like episode five six seven somewhere around there where they well, um, all bestowed. those battles are really different episodes really i mean because bastone's an episode yeah mm-hmm. so if you haven't seen ba- uh band of brothers on uh, the hbo series from yeah it's really good fuck back in the 90s right yeah, early two, 2000s, yeah, 2000s yeah. the one that uh tom hanks and spielberg did yeah, right when the dvds phenomenal. kind of first started coming out yeah, yeah. i've seen it <clears throat> I, I don't know i bet I, it's like every year i almost go through like this thing where i get into world war ii kick and then i go through and i watch that but you know, I, that's a great series. Another one is um, Patton, the movie Patton. That really talks about um, General Patton and like what he did to turn the troops. And um, if you ask any airborne troop out there, they will never tell you. Like, and, and even like those old World War II vets that are still around will never tell you that that Patton saved them. Oh, like, no. and and it's kind of written in our history that Patton yeah. didn't save no. the didn't save the parents. We didn't we didn't need that's you such Patton a controversial type like, thing, but they definitely needed Patton at that time. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Patton yeah. Patton was a beast. No, I, but yeah, I have a quick question, and this is kind of directed at you, Bob. Merry Christmas. <laughs> no, so so kind of well, this this is a good topic because it this this battle kind of rolled through Christmas. Through Christmas like yeah. they're fighting this on Christmas Day in the Battle of the Bulge. So. so you said you were in the you know the infantry with you know the airborne and all that. What you know and feel free not to answer this question, but what went through your head the first time you jumped out of a plane? Like, like I know there was training and stuff, and like even in your training, like, like let's say it was like your first time training for it. Like, if you can recollect that, like what was, what was actually going through your head? Like, I'm gonna jump out of this fucking plane right now. That is insane. Can like, I, uh, can I give a quick answer before Bob does? And it's based off of a Jody that I heard, Bob, and it's um, a Jody. The, Fuck yeah. Jody. Jody's and, the worst. Wow. And so it's about jumping out of a C-130, and it says, and and so what's funny, Dan, is this line in that little tune says, if my main don't open wide, I've got a reserve by my side. And so I feel like Bob's first thing when he jumps out of a plane is, I hope this works. But he's, let's hear, he's getting ready let's hear to what he jump, says. And he's listening to Blood Upon the Risers as he's doing because I, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't know shit about Blood Upon the Risers. That's a, like not a thing until you get into Division. Oh, and you yeah, they, together, don't, but they don't want you listening to that shit no. until after you've jumped out of a plane. So like... I had I had when I went through when I went through jump school I had kind of a lot riding because I didn't I didn't originally enlist for airborne I went to a mechanized infantry unit and then I reenlisted at a certain point to go to an airborne unit so I reenlisted for a, a twenty thousand dollar bonus and it was a twenty thousand dollar bonus with airborne en route to go to the eighty second airborne division so if I didn't meet my part of that bonus right if I didn't meet my part of that contract then I wasn't getting my $20,000 bonus and I wasn't going to the 82nd Airborne Division. Like if you fail out of jump school, like you refuse to jump, you're not going. So I was going to get sent back to a mechanized unit or wherever the hell I was going to go or wherever the Army needed me 
So there's kind of a lot riding on it. So you're like, all right, I have to do this. And at the same time, I wanted to. Like, I was excited to do it. But, like, when you go through all your jump training and things like that, and the, you know, your first two weeks, the first week is ground week where you're just learning. You're just, I called it advanced falling school where they <laughs> teach you how to fall down a lot. Okay. You know, it, and you're the most sore you've ever been in your life because you're just constantly falling down. And then the second week is tower week where you're learning how to jump out of towers and things like that, learning trying to get uh you know uh, trying to get a hold of heights right any kind of acrophobia that you might have and then in that third week is a jump week you don't do any pt or anything like that you just strictly jump out of airplanes so um my first jump i remember sitting there and they keep you in harness for so long like you like you go through like you putting on the you put on your parachute and stuff like that, and then you have to wait to be JMPI'd, which is a jump master parachute inspection. And like you wait around forever, and eventually somebody inspects your parachute, and then you sit down and you have, you have your helmet on, and all your gear on, and you're in this harness that's super tight, and you're like, you know, like your 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 balls are like crushed, and you're like, this is just terrible, and you're uncomfortable. Super uncomfortable. So you're like, by the time, and I think they do that by by design, by the time you get you board the aircraft and it takes off like you're ready you're like i'm like get me on this airplane i want on this harness but i i do remember being in the air and just the anxiety i used to build up a huge amount of anxiety before every jump i have 30 something jumps and every single jump that i had i, I think it's 36 jumps with another six that never wound up on my jump log but they like I had a huge amount of anxiety every single time that I jumped. Like I, I and I would think to myself, like, why the hell are you doing this? Because jump pay, you know, at the time, and I think it's still still the same was is one hundred and fifty dollars. You get one hundred and fifty dollars extra a month to be on jump status, and I was like, I can go pick up pop cans on the side of the road and make one hundred and fifty dollars. I can go and beg for money on the side of the road and make $150 a month. But it was like, it was one of those things where it was like, it, it's it's not necessarily, it's not about the money. Like nobody does it for the money because it's not worth it, right? So it's more or less about trying, it, it's more or less about that, that eliteness. It's more about being, just being a paratrooper, that lineage of it, like it's huge. Like, and so like in that first jump, as soon as that light would go from, you know, you, 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 outboard personnel stand up, inboard personnel stand up, hook up, check static lines, check equipment. You go through all the motions of the priorities work inside the aircraft. And when, you know, you get that one minute call, it's like, oh shit, it's coming. And like the anxiety is out the roof, man, out the roof. And then when they give you that 30 second call and you're like, oh shit, this is really happening. And then all of a sudden, go and you see that first guy and he's out and i was never a door jumper and all the jumps i have i've never a door jumper i never volunteered for it never wanted to be it but they would you know as soon as that light would turn from red to green it was on dude and from there on i knew i was jumping there was no there's no if ands or buts about it when the light would turn green you know you're sliding your static line down the down the anchor line cable and when you get to your the safety you hand it off and boom you're out the door and at that point, like, I resigned to the fact that, like, I was not in charge of shit at that point. It didn't matter how worried I was about it. I didn't have a choice. Like, at that point, it was in God's hands or whatever your higher entity might be. But 
So you go through that that violent four to five seconds of you know in the air, free falling, and just getting torn to shreds out in the air. The hot blast off of the you know the rotor wash coming off a C-130 or a C-17 jet engine, like just get blasted by that hot air as you go out. And then all of a sudden you can feel that pack tray start to open, that parachute start to open, and then boof, it's open. And it, like you can feel it, man, because it tugs that harness right up through your right up through your guts. Yeah. And then you look up and you see that open parachute and you're like, oh man, this is awesome, dude. And you're sitting at 800 feet or 600 feet or wherever you're at, and you're 600 feet above the ground and you're looking down, you got other paratroopers around you, and now it's like, all right, now all your training is taking effect. I've got to check my canopy. I've got to make sure there's no other jumpers in my way. I got to pull a slip. I got to do this. I got to water my equipment. I got to land. So you're going through all those steps, and eventually it would get like, but I remember feeling like in the air, this is the coolest shit I've ever done in my life. This is awesome. So before that, seconds before that i was like this is the worst thing this is the dumbest shit i've ever done in my life <laughs> who the hell signs up to do this shit this is so stupid this is the most unnatural thing a human being can do is jump out of an aircraft that's moving at 130 knots there's no fucking way who does this but once that canopy opens you're like this is the coolest thing i've yes. ever done in my life so that that's kind of my experience yeah. with jumping thanks but, for sharing that that was uh yeah that, that was pretty cool it's it's you know, a thing yeah very cool as a person, <laughs> I'm trying to talk that, like, the whole time. I'm trying to talk over that that music. I'm like, you killed it. I'm like, oh. yeah. I mean, it was fitting to have that yeah. in the background. Like, wasn't not he played it? I almost lost it. <laughs> Jason, as can't a even person, hear it. I can't hear it. No, I'm I'm out of the loop. But as a person who's afraid of heights, um, even in a tree stand, not very far off the ground. Do you think I would do well jumping out of an airplane, or is it not for me? Send so, it. Because to me, because to me, I guess what I'm thinking about it. Yes, when you're 12, 14, 18 feet off the ground, I feel I think about falling and hurting myself. But I feel like if I was so high up in the air, it wouldn't even register that I'm however many hundreds of feet off the ground. So, little fun fact about Bob is that Bob is also afraid of heights. I'm afraid. Okay. Of, I'm definitely afraid of. I'm not definitely afraid of heights, but I am not comfortable. Not comfortable on a tree stand. I hang tree stands all the time. Ryan's seen me jump around in trees and do all kinds of stuff. I do certain things at height because I know that I have to, and that's exactly what jumping out of you know being a paratrooper was all about. I didn't do it because I liked it. I did it because it had to be done. All right. I was a I was an infantry squad leader or a team leader, squad leader, platoon sergeant. And in order to be in that role, I had to do it, right? My, my soldiers had to see me do it. I had to jump out with my soldiers so that I could be on the ground with my soldiers. So it was never because I just felt like it was a good time. I did it because I had to get on the ground so that I could lead my guys and do my thing. And so, like, every time that I would, you know, Don a parachute and get ready to manifest and go through the whole pre-jump and, and and get ready to jump out of an airplane. I I was a nervous wreck, dude, absolute nervous wreck. But at a certain point, you're in the aircraft, and as soon as they call ten minutes and they'd have you hook up, it's on. 
You're like, this is happening. Like, I'm exiting this aircraft. Because normally, like, there's a lot of jumps that I've been on that were scratched. Like, you'd be in the air and you'd be, and they'd call it off because of wind, because of weather, because of whatever. And, you know, like, those are great jumps. Those are my favorite. Those were my fa- absolute favorite. Yeah, you know, and I'm not trying to, like, call myself out as being, like, a, a P word or anything like that. But, like, yeah, I'm in the aircraft and they're like, hey, uh, jump scratch, we're going to land. And I'm like, Ooh. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. You know, because it was just, it was, it was just never a natural thing for me. For some guys, it was. Like, some guys had no problems with heights. They had no problems with exiting aircraft. Like, they're just, you know, hooligans. They just jumped and they were cool with it. For me, I was very much like an anxious fucking mess until I hit the air. Once I hit the air, it was business and it was all like game on. I'm in it. And, and then, like, and then my follow on job, which I never had a problem with being in the infantry with leading a team a squad uh, a platoon in in conducting any kind of operation that shit never scared me not one bit but it was jumping out of that fucking airplane that just drove me crazy for a long time are you afraid of heights ryan yeah yeah me too <laughs> yeah me too you <laughs> betcha i found out my real problem with heights on uh mount rainier actually i was climbing mount rainier out uh, i was out at fort lewis mccord doing some training out there and i've climbed mount rainier and found myself at like seven thousand feet on the edge of a cliff and i was like i clammed up like a little goddamn girl (laughs) mama drag me off this Um, mountain yeah i actually wouldn't say that i'm afraid of heights honestly like i've been to like some tall buildings and stuff and like it's never really affected me now if i'm standing in the door of a plane yeah, I'm probably shitting my pants. If I, I'm sitting in an airplane looking out the fucking window, I'm like, oh, my God. Literally I'm gonna, I'm gonna and figuratively, I am shitting my pants. I am Amber Browning that shit. <laughs> I, I, think that every, I think that every paratrooper does to a certain extent, like, like shits her pants a little bit. Like, not, not literally, but <laughs> yeah. it is, like, really anxious going into it. I've seen dudes. I've seen dudes sit in the door. I've seen dudes get up and get to the door and drop their static line and sit right down on the ground and say, I'm not going. Straight up jump refusals. And at the 82nd Airborne Division, if you're a jump refusal, one, it's an Article 15, which means that they're going to take rank, they're going to take money, they're going to reduce you in rank, or they're going to, you know, all kinds of shit. Just one time? One time. That's all it takes. And then they're kicking you out of division. That'd be motivation to get the fuck out the door. Yeah, like they will kick you out of division. You're not going to be a member of the 82nd Airborne Division. You will have orders faster than you could possibly believe to go to any other unit in the Army, but they're going to take all your You can't really be afraid to jump out of a plane and be in the Airborne. Like You need to be like, woo, let's go. Well, so anybody that thinks that like... I want to fly. The guys in the Airborne are like just some kind of like crazy, like, like, you know super brave dudes Mm -hmm. no that that's not the case like everybody like i would say that 90 percent of the dudes that that on on any jump that i've ever been on were probably had the same kind of feelings that i had you have that 10 percent that are just nuts and and ready to like they'll jump out of anything that's moving but like for the most part like we're all a little bit nervous about the fact that we're jumping out with nothing but a parachute holding us on you know what is that Is this endless love? It's our transition. <laughs> it's our transition into Christmas. Right? <laughs> Friends, what? Friends can't All listen right. to endless love in the dark? <laughs> I 
That's why I was thinking when we saw the Zamboni the other night at the hockey game. What? When we were when we were at the hockey game and we saw the the Zamboni, I was like, they should dim the lights right now. What? Friends listen to endless love in the dark. <laughs> you always carry that hockey puck around. <laughs> yep. Oh my. Oh boy. On that note, Merry fucking Christmas. Oh, oh. oh. So you're kind of saying ho, that ho 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 for show. What you're saying is you were kind of like Santa Claus. You're flying through the sky and you jump down with a big oh. fucking oh, man. Big bag. Hey, let's go back to Rudolph. <laughs> Oh, let's go back. To we can't go back to Rudolph. Let's go back to Rudolph in Iraq. Yo ho ho! What up for show? Yo ho 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 ho! Can we talk about anything Christmas yet? No, we haven't. Let's talk about Christmas. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Real quick, real quick. Jason, I no, 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 you're muted. <laughs> Shut up. Tell me a story, please. Did you really have something? I, I wanted to put in a request to the producer and the board members. Um, I wanted to tie in Bob's discussion about Belgium to the Dutch culture, wrap it up into our traditional snort, and then come out the other end with a new drink that I found. Ooh. So I'm intrigued. All right, all right. So... I, I wanted to provide a little bit of historic knowledge to the group from our favorite brand of liqueur. So, Decoipier. Decoipier. Royal Distillers. Decoipier. Decoipier. Royal Distillers is a privately held Dutch company that manufactures and markets distilled spirits and liqueurs the company here we're gonna have a quick poll to the group when do you think the company was founded ryan you go first 1938 all right 1938 dan what do you got uh, don't look at the bottle damn he's looking at the bottle. Quick. No, i didn't see it uh 1817 1817 bob 1946 Okay, the company was founded in 1695. Oh my God. Peasants. <laughs> Shut your mouth. The They've company been was founded here since then. They've been the company was founded in the 1600s? <laughs> we are not the original snorters. <laughs> this, this changes everything. <laughs> and the uh, squatters. No wonder it history. tastes so good. Yeah, history so, of, of the snort. It, it, tastes, the it tastes like each bottle's from 1697. <laughs> <laughs> those, those bottles that we got up at Tequamanon were probably from 1600. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. It was all like... So the company uh, company was founded in 1695 by Petrus de Okay. okay. And the the last name De Coipier, actually <laughs> means the Cooper, which who knows what that means. Cooper, Cooper. Did you say tires? Beatrice? Like a, a woman? Beatrice? Um He's, in 1995 on the 300th anniversary, the company received the title Royal from Queen Beatrix of the Netherlands. Beatrix. And this led to the company the company changing its name to 
De Kuyper Royal Distillers. That's what so, I'm fucking talking about, so B. The, the bottle says, De Kuyper is committed to providing you spirits in the highest quality with no high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, yeah. yeah that shit's It's like actually healthy. pronounced corn syrup. No, syrup. But anyway. <laughs> yes. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, so I, that shit's healthy syrup. and you should okay. drink it. It's syrup. So, so to wrap it all up, <laughs> I'm, I'm digging around, going down the rabbit hole. And I find a brand of liqueur out of Minnesota called Minnesota Ice Hole. It's called Ice Hole, and they make schnapps. So I think we might have to look around for some Ice Hole schnapps. I, I bet it tastes like an ice hole. Hey, Ice Hole, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to, you know, Bob was talking about Belgium, and but do I didn't they know, have I didn't know where, like, sour the Dutch apper, culture was? Sour apple, no, sour apple, no. <laughs> We're no, I, I looked. Hard. They, they, they don't. I looked. Um, they well, don't have that option. That's 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 horseshit. Ice okay. hole, premium yeah, no. schnapps what a, what infused with peppermint oil for fresh, cool, intense minty experience. What a bunch of ice holes! <laughs> so anyway, Dude, we pe- might have to try to get our hands on a, a bottle of ice. Hole. You got a it's, connection over Minnesota, right? Hey, Jason, oh. buy us some ice hole, would you? <laughs> yeah, you got you got the hookup, man. You lived everywhere. It's a $10 bottle, so I don't know how good it's going to be. Dude, if you, <laughs> I, have been, I have been trashed on some peppermint schnapps before and Ooh. regretted it, let me tell you. Is it a spinoff of, like, Smirnoff Ice Hole? What do you think? No. No? Okay. No, I think okay. it's just a clever name for a bunch of Minnesotans who like to sit on the ice Duh. and sit on the hard water. That sounded like a up there in Fargo, Russian eh? guy in Minnesota. <laughs> a Russian nah. guy in Minnesota from the UP. Don't you yeah. know? Die in Minnesota, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Holy All right. Batman hell. We were going to talk about Christmas. At some, At some point. point. We might as well wrap this one up yeah. and we'll do another one talking yeah. about Christmas. <sighs> All right. Thank you, producer man, for letting me in on that. Jason, you need to read Palace and the Th- Popple. This is why we don't let you. That's an opening day thing, man. I know. But on the air next year, he needs to read Palace of the Popple. He did. On air, though. Like live? Live. Like live. Facebook live? It's too yeah. hard. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's, we need to, that's my bold what she prediction, said. <laughs> whoa. My bold <laughs> prediction is that Jason won't get through Palace of the Popple. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. He's going to practice every day. He's going to be able to play it and recite it on, like, guitar. Speaking of Pals on the Popple, I said... I'll do it in another language. How about that bold prediction? Maybe <laughs> oh. you can make it a Minnesota and Russian... I was say, <laughs> UP <laughs> accent isn't a language, bro. <laughs> um, uh. Speaking of Pals on the Popple, so when we read Pals on the Popple for opening our opening day special... Um, I said that Michigan Out of Doors always plays it their episode before opening day. Well, they are a bunch of liars. <laughs> liars! <laughs> because they, for whatever reason, this lies. year they posted it the week, the one they posted on Thursday, like two days after opening day. I'm like, you called me, made me a liar. Sons of bitches. Mm. Did we watch no, that? We watched it up there. Yeah. And, yeah. and they did it. Yeah. Jason's was better. That's all I got to say. Sorry, Jimmy Graves. It was custom. It was way better. Jason's was better. It was custom. It wasn't a knockoff. Christmas time. <laughs> we, we still haven't gotten to Christmas. This yet. is like the eighth time I've said it's Christmas <laughs> time. So, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> 
Merry Christmas. So, uh, you guys got any like holiday traditions? You guys do anything that you guys do with your families? Well, uh, for me, what we do is we generally uh, spend time with family. Obviously, um, we our family's kind of uh, broken up to where we 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 spend time with my mom, and then we kind of spend time with my dad on Christmas Day, and we we, we go to my mom's side of the family for a Christmas Eve, and then. Uh, with my wife's family, it kind of depends. Like they, they generally like to do it like on Christmas Eve. But this year, everybody's kind of got married. You know, everybody's kind of doing some different things. So we, um, we're actually doing Christmas with the, you know, my wife's side of the family this this weekend. So, um, you know, look, looking forward to that, getting to see some of her cousins and stuff that uh, we generally don't get to see. So that'll be cool, be a good time. But other than that, there's really nothing. I mean, we kind of just hang out, drink some beers, play some games, and then we kind of just. Wait till you have so, kids. It all goes way. to hell. Yeah. When you got to lug a bunch of kids around and presents. And... Well, I can officially say that uh, this year is my last year, well, my last Christmas without uh, having kids. So uh, it, gets, yeah. I, it gets fun, too. I, I was yeah. kind of queuing you up for that to yeah. see if you were going to announce it. Yeah. So, I, uh, so my yeah my my wife and I are expecting our first uh, first child. So we are super excited Con- for that. Congrats, man! Thank Congratulations. you. Thank you. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're super. The excited, first so. terrible baby. Yep. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> is your is your baby's name gonna be Petrus? Daniel's son. No. Decoyper. De- Petri. Yeah. Daniel uh, Decoyper. Yeah. No. We're uh, Williams Jr. <laughs> Dude. You know, Name it Snort. Yeah. <laughs> it's up, Snort. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah, no, we're... Uh, I'm telling you, Sarah will love it. We're really excited. And, that uh, way you can yell at the kid and be like, Snort! <laughs> 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 Remember, kids, what stays on the terrible outdoorsman stays on the terrible outdoorsman. No. Um, but yeah, Snort so, Williams has a good ring to it. Sounds like an NFL I player. Like it. Yeah, Snorty Williams. Yeah. Snort- Snorticus. Yeah. Snorticus, <laughs> Snorticus, 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 Snorticus Maximus <laughs> Meridius. Commander yeah, of Felix Legion. Jason, uh, Jason, what do you guys do? Um, the last few years we've been trading back and forth. So this year we're going to be with my family. Um, on Christmas Eve, we have an extended family get together over at my aunt's house and then christmas day will be at the parents place well that's fun bob's gonna be riding on a boat fuck yeah i am like <laughs> fucking up all like family traditions this year he's saying traditions fuck your traditions yeah well I'm gonna we, go sit in the ocean so he ain't dreaming in traditionally, no white christmas yeah traditionally we have always uh uh, we normally go like we have a big ass Christmas Eve party at my from on my wife's side, and then COVID really jacked that up and like they stopped doing that. So the last couple of years, Christmas Eve is we've kind of done our own thing. I think last year we had like my wife's side of the family over at our house. It's just like just kind of random stuff, but it, like it's pretty much always our tradition that we go over to my parents' house on Christmas day about midday. And that's where we open up gifts and do that kind of thing. But, um, we, uh, basically said after last They're year, they're skipping Christmas. Yeah. It, it's totally Christmas with the cranks. hundred percent. Christmas it, with the Collins. Yeah, we decided <laughs> Christmas with the Collins. We decided to do a, uh, we, we kind of asked the kids last year and we were like, Hey, cause we, we just every year spending like thousands of dollars on gifts that are like, eh, I don't know, kind of, not useless, I guess, like, but just buying a bunch of stuff. 
and we asked our girls last year, you know, I think it was probably Christmas Day, honestly, where we're like, hey, next year, what do you think, instead of doing gifts, what do you think about doing, like, a cruise to the Bahamas or something like that? And they were like, what would you rather do? And they were like, a cruise. <laughs> all, all day. Hello. My, my kids, so, and my kids are older. Like, they don't get toys and stuff like that. So here, here's everything, the thing about, everything they want is a, a thousand dollars. Here's the thing about your family, and, and I'm no different, right? But speaking about you, I'm going to call you out on this. Oh, shit. You buy whatever the fuck you want. You were the hardest person to buy for because you own everything you possibly want. Yeah. A little bit, later. and so is your wife. Bet, so are your I kids. Bet and again, I'm use, the same uh, way. Like, I, I see, I see a new fishing pole. I'm like, I need that. I need new binoculars, so I'm just going to go buy them. I'm not going to wait and put them on my Christmas list for somebody else, for Santa to bring me. I, I just I, fucking buy it. And I, you're I the honestly, same way. So, I honestly don't have a Christmas. So list. what's the point of spending the money around Christmas when you're just going to get it anyways? Right, and, and, and uh, that's kind of where we were at, and we're like, so we asked the girls that. And they were like, dude, we would love to go on a cruise. I don't think they called me dude, but still. <laughs> no, they were like, bruh. They were like. Bruh, that's the new thing with like, kids nowadays. My, my seven-year-old calls said, me Dad, bruh. Dad, you capping. They were like, father. You straight you tripping, stri- boo. You straight capping with that cruise, dog. Yee, And I was yee. like, I. <laughs> no, but so like, I, I want to say it was around Bat. this time. It was around this time last year that we were like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <Bet. laughs> it was it was around this time last year <laughs> where we were like, "Hey, do you want to go on a cruise or do you want to do you want Christmas gifts?" And they were they all unanimously unanimously voted. That, that's like saying, "Bob, do you want to go on a Canadian musky fishing trip or would you rather get some sweaters and underwear?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a fucking, it was an easy it was an easy choice. So. We're, we are breaking all traditions this year, and we're going on a cruise. And the cruise actually ends right before Christmas, but we're going to stay an extra day or two down in Florida and just kind of do the whole, yeah, like the Christmas Eve and Christmas Day with uh, their grandparents down there, which we don't normally get to see very often. So that's that's my plan for this year. Even though I know it fucks up all traditions, and Ryan is a traditional guy. Oh, where I'm he's, so traditional. He, yeah, where he is like. He is MF and me, I'm not. up and down. I'm, you do you because I'm not gonna be there. You do you. No, no. My my tradition. I have I have like a pretty. Jason, you probably know me. Like I'm pretty set in my ways. Like I go to Winya. Like I fish a certain spot. Um, we go a certain day. I eat a certain food. Um, same with hunting camp. Like we do um, certain things, certain ways, certain days. Um, that's just how I am. It's you know? like, you know what Bob's doing? Bob is showing up to deer camp without pasties. That's what Bob is <laughs> exactly. doing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's trying to change things. He's Reuben. Yeah. I need this is proof. Yeah. This is proof that he's Reuben. 100% Reuben this year, dude. I've watched that movie so many times this year that I relate myself to Reuben. Like nobody, like, like I no guess other. that makes me Remnar. That means I shoot lots yep. of bucks, though. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a traditional guy. Like we're uh, we're just gonna do the family thing, go to house, drag the kids house to house. Uh, we have a Christmas Eve party at I don't know where the somebody's house this year. <laughs> it, it seems to rotate the last couple of years, and uh, um, 
Yeah, and then go to our parents' house, and then we'll go to her parents' house, and then uh, I'll have to work the next day, and it'll suck. It'll be a long, tiring day. But, um, you know, the silver lining of the COVID years were like, I didn't have to go anywhere Christmas morning. <laughs> if there's any silver lining in the Christmas or in, in the COVID years, right? Although we don't say those words on this podcast. God damn it, I broke our number one rule. But what does, but what does that tell you, though? It was nice to just wake up in my jammies, have a coffee, light a right. fire. In my so why my you gotta do all this tradition? Because I'm a traditional guy. Light a fire in your pants. <laughs> yeet yeet. <laughs> yeah, but so one of my traditions, and we'll go round robin on this Christmas music. Mm. So I'll go first. November first, my my radio station does not leave 100.3. W-N-I-C. Oh my gosh, you are disgusting. You're a disgusting that, I individual. That, I that would be your reaction. I don't know why I love Christmas music. I fucking love Christmas music. I don't know why. I always have. So, I always have as a kid. Um, I genuinely, like, unless I'm listening to a podcast, I'm listening to 100.3 W. Oh my gosh. So, Jason, I take it you are not a fan. So. I I am all in, but for a smaller window of time. Okay. Okay. How, I don't how have small? a date. I don't I don't have a specific date. Just when you date. start feeling it. Normally it's when so you my hear mom's those birthday. Jingle bells. Oh yeah. My mom's birthday is December nineteenth. And over the years we would go out to dinner. And when we would go out to dinner, she would request that the radio be on Christmas music and Jacob and me and her would be belting it. Right? And, That's what uh, I'm saying, man. So, There's so I'm some gonna jazzy say, Christmas tunes. Though. I'm I'm in, I'm in, but I'm I'm not in. I'm in for about a week. <laughs> All right. I mean, I, you're a week. I'm two months. Okay. <laughs> I concur. Dan or Bob. I don't even know if I've ever heard you listen to Christmas music. <laughs> Probably not. Probably. <laughs> Bob, it's, Bob's it's a not, Scrooge. It's, it's not my thing. If it's not Bob like, humbug. If it's not like if it's not Hank Williams or Led Zeppelin, like I'm, I'm pretty sure Hank does, Williams does has Hank? a Christmas CD. Oh, I'll find it. I'll find it. Google. Right I don't even want to. I don't even want to hear it. Like that would ruin Hank Williams for me. Which uh, which Hank so, though? Any of them. But either way, here you go. Oh, shit, Hank Williams Jr. Of course, he's little drummer it. boy. Oh, let's hear it. Let's not, hear it. Not only is that the worst Christmas song, but it's Hank Williams singing the worst Christmas song. You're gonna ruin shit for me. <laughs> ruin Are it you for kidding? Me? This is gonna be this is gonna be awesome. I'm jealous that I can't hear it. I can't hear it either. All right. So, oh my God, it's probably gonna be so bad. <laughs> I hate this fucking song. <laughs> this is the one Christmas song I fucking. Is this hate. A, like a rumble pump? Yeah. I like this one. Rumba bum bum. Shut it off. <laughs> shut it off. I'm, I'm taking my headphones off. Don't worry. Oh, don't worry, Bob. Don't worry, Bob. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I'm not listening anymore. All right. Don't worry, Bob. It's still it's still terrible. <laughs> it's so still back, don't worry, wretched. Bob. Uh, Bob Hank Senior also has. A song that Come he sings. On. And Let's not go yep. there either. Come on. You've already ruined one of my country greats. So, 
if if I do listen to country music, which or if I do listen to Christmas music, which is rare, the only time that I really do is like maybe in the car, and we're gonna go like look at lights or something like that. Like I, if we do that, I'm in the mood. Lame old potato. I'm in, I'm in the mood, but I don't. Otherwise, I don't listen to, to Christmas music. Period. Um, but if I'm gonna go and look at lights, might as well throw on some tunes while we're doing it. And if I do, it's gonna be like Frank Sinatra. Like Christmas Frank Sinatra is good. Christmas or Bing music, Crosby. Good I, I love Bing Crosby. I love like the old like forties, fifties, like well, yeah, some so of the sixties stuff. So like, let me clarify. That is my favorite. Like, None Christmas of this music. new bullshit. None of it. So if one hundred point three is playing like some Mariah Carey. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I do love to watch that video with the dudes like raving in the under the overpass oh during the daylight with Mariah Carey music. In oh the my background. god. Have you seen that, Jason? <laughs> fucking amazing. No. Oh my god. You need to watch it right now on your phone. YouTube the Mariah Carey um rave go- uh, rave goth or something. Like just, that's probably enough. Have yeah, you seen this? You'll find it. No. Dude, pull it up right now. It's amazing. And oh anybody listening, pull this shit up. <laughs> That's my favorite. It will one ruin the song more than it already is ruined because it's what is fucking the song? terrible. What's the name of it? Just type in Mariah Carey Goth Rave. <laughs> is it like Mariah Carey Goth Dancers All I Want for Christmas is yes. You? Yes, yes, yes. Perfect. <laughs> Somebody I, like, so if you're listening, you need to do stop so what you're doing. It. We're gonna pause for a second. You need to play this shit. And watch it. And then we'll, and then we'll be back. <laughs> It's amazing. This is a good time for a commercial. And we're back. We're back. So, Jason, Dan, what'd you guys think? Um, 10 out of 10. 10 I, out of 10, right? I, I did kind of enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> that was, so. I honestly, it's the only way I would listen to that song is by watching that video. <laughs> That's the only way. Uh, um, so, Dan, yo, Christmas music. Um, I am actually a huge fan of Christmas music. I think, it's, yeah, I knew we were, we were friends for a I reason. I think it's very, very peaceful. Um, even like my, my, I mean, my wife enjoys it. Sometimes we just turn it on. I really, I really like uh, the Trans Siberian Orchestra. Oh, dude, um, I've uh, said for years, I would, I would love to see that, but all. <laughs> Our uncle used to go see that all the time. He used to go watch them every year. Yeah. Larry did. Yeah. But one of their like main songs, yeah. Bob has ruined me with some fucking YouTube video. Gothic dancing. The Burger King song. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Would you Dave like to have a with that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I work at Burger King, King, make your favorite whopper, <laughs> our paper hat. Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? Ladies and gentlemen, for the record, this <laughs> podcast is not sponsored by Burger King in any way, fashion, or... Home of the Whopper! <laughs> Have oh, your yeah. way. I personally oh, like good. the Arby's. <laughs> we have the meat I'd, for <laughs> sandwiches! <laughs> I put a plug put in. in uh, my mom and my brother went and saw Trans-Siberian Orchestra at the Fox Theater, and they said it was incredible. It was. Yeah. You've seen it there, too, Dan? No, I actually have seen it at the Palace. Oh, okay. We went last year to Mannheim Steamrollers for my mom's birthday. That was pretty good, too, but Trans-Siberian Orchestra, oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Mannheim Steamrollers. What is that? So I'm I'm in the middle of... uh, I I like to rewatch old-ass shows, so I'm in the middle of watching Home Improvement. 
<laughs> Fucking best oh show. Oh my gosh. Best show of all time. Home Improvement. Don't change that channel. Home Improvement will be right back. Best show of all time. <laughs> and I literally just watched an episode where they had them on, like, uh, Tool Time. Whatever. So, it's pretty cool. It's a yeah. real show. Yeah. I'm melting in the Santa Claus well, stop wearing a Santa Claus hat. Dan got all festive for a Christmas special. He's the only one. I tried. <laughs> I don't understand how, like, you don't love Christmas music. Like, here. Who, me? Like, you, this doesn't make you want to fucking move, man. Look at this. Yeah. Rocking around the Christmas tree. We're in the fucking league, okay? He's fucking staring at me. <laughs> He's also weirded out that I'm singing to him right well, in his ear. Oh. Well. <laughs> Yeah. Look at him. This is a good one. Jackson loves this shit. Boom, boom, boom. I've heard them all. Bob's still staring at me. This reminds me of Mean Girls. I, I can't hear it, so I can't participate. So you, this is why we need you in person. I'm not like... I'm not like a bah humbug kind of guy. Like, kind of. I love, I love Christmas. <laughs> I just don't, like... How about like, this one? Like the music is Little Saint Nick, Beach Boys. I've heard, yeah, I've heard this one. So this reminds the, me of the mall. That song. Here you go. This is Bob. This is right here. Oh shit. J and G bells. Yeah, you got me there. Play it slow mo. You got me. You got me with <laughs> yeah. Frank. You got me with Frank, dude. Can I, I don't know it's if I can thing. do that with Apple Music. Oh, you can't Spotify probably. It's only through Frank that you're gonna get me. Yeah, I, I am a diehard Frank Sinatra fan, and this is from our Bing previous Crosby. conversation. I love Bing Crosby. No, it's from our previous oh, conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's from, from, yeah, from Iraq. <laughs> from oh, Fallujah. No, I can't. We're gonna talk about. Let's talk about Rudolph and Iraq. Oh no, we can't do that. <laughs> we can't do that. I don't have the capacity. This is that Mariah Carey shit. Oh my god! Play some TSO, um, man. Um, play some real shit like this one. You can't tell me you don't like play some TLC. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Chuck fucking Berry. I like Chuck Berry. Come on. I feel like when people, I feel like when musicians play, he's turning it up so he can drown me out. No, I'm turning it down so I can hear you. <laughs> I feel like when musicians go out and play a bunch of Christmas music, like it's kind of selling out. You know what I'm saying? Like I think they're just catering to the masses. Oh yeah, they're trying and, to make money. Yeah, just making just I'm gonna make a Christmas album because I'm gonna play every fucking song that's ever been played over again. Some uh, some people jump out of airplanes for an extra buck fifty a month. Yeah. Some people play <laughs> Christmas music. Yeah, because I guess we all sell out. Speaking of jumping out of airplanes <laughs> and going back to the military, there's a great um, military Christmas song. What's that? Oh God, here we go. Well, great Christmas He's got uh, on cue. Christmas movie. That's uh, t- kind of a military movie in a way. This is Bing Crosby. Yeah, it's uh, Bing like, fucking Crosby and Danny fucking K. Like Christmas. My yeah. wife watches this movie on repeat. Oh, dude. I wa- I'll watch it four or five times in the holiday season. Have you ever even seen that movie? Yes. She watches Yeah, the that. opening scene, they're in, I don't even know where, in World War II. Yeah, they're sitting yeah. around. Yeah. 
like yeah. a USO. Yeah, and then they got a fucking event. They put something. together this big event for the for the general. Yeah, what for some do fucking you do generals. Some you goddamn, stop being a general. Some goddamn general. Yeah, yeah. All for it's him. Fucking classic. Yeah, man. let's play some music for that guy. But let's forget about the guys sitting in the foxholes at the stone. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But. Yeah, Christmas Day. Where were they? Hey, you rhymed. Hey, <laughs> yeah. But where were they? They hashtag, were sitting in foxholes. Hashtag dumb. Get my beer. Singing Christmas carols with the goddamn Nazis. So, moral of the story is Christmas music is awesome. <laughs> Bob is um, not. Oh, awesome. I, you know what? So, hold on, hold on. Again, I forgot. I'm, I am not Bob Humbug. I love Christmas. I forgot Bob's song. <laughs> oh my god, is this a fucking Grinch song? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the Grinch. <laughs> You're a mean one, <laughs> Mr. Bob. Mr. Grinch. No. My song is that, that Elvis song you played at the beginning. You're as charming as Neil, Mr. Green. It's a good tune, though. I do like this. <laughs> this is the Jim Carrey version. I like the tongue roll. Greasy. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I like that. That's a great tune. That Elvis, now, that Elvis song you played at the beginning of this is, podcast is, is going to be listening to Christmas music. I'm just saying. That Elvis song you played at the beginning is legit. Or like that. Dude, that is one of my favorite Christmas songs. It's from... Uh, God, what is it from? It's from a movie. Um, Elvis does Christmas in Las Vegas. I don't know. I don't know what's from. I made that up. It's not a real thing. Yeah. Um, what about decorate? You guys decorate? Inside, your house didn't have shit on the outside. No, Scrooge. You can see you can see my house from space because it's yellow. So we don't need yellow. It, we don't need it to stand out anymore than okay. it already does. Okay. But yeah, inside we do, not the outside. Bob doesn't do shit. You walked inside my house, so you saw. All I got. Inside, I have yeah. decorations up, but uh, nothing on the outside. Jason, you guys got any decorations up? This is a long answer. He's texting. So at our house, we have a little tree, a little fake tree with some ornaments on it. But in terms of holiday decorating, Christmas decorating, I have a confession to make. Last weekend, I was actually down in Royal Oak, but I had to put up Christmas lights. Ew. And so I couldn't really participate in fishing and podcast activities. I was on the roof, shitting my pants, putting up Christmas lights because I'm afraid of being up in the air. <laughs> but yeah. I think it turned out pretty sweet. However, it was terrifying. Oh, my God. I'm the only one that decorates out of this group. Y'all are disappointing. I've done, I've done it in the past. I put up Christmas lights and then realized now, you haven't how, done it at this house. Your roof is fucking tall. I have I have a super steep roof and not even just the roof like being steep. Like to get to the roof, it's I, like fucking thirty feet up there. I I can't get to it. This mansion. I, trust me, I tried. I rappelled off my roof. I think we there. did a podcast where I talked about we rappelling did, yeah. off my roof yeah. because it's ridiculously high. Um, I had to cast a line with my musky rod over the top of the roof. To cool. anchor, That's incredible. To anchor myself so that I could rappel off my roof just to blow the leaves off of it. So. <laughs> Is nuts. All right. Um, favorite Christmas movie. Let's go. 
Well, one, do you like Christmas movies? And two, favorite one. You want me to go first? Well, sure. Because right. I fucking pointed at you. All right, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually really enjoy Christmas movies. Um, one of my all-time favorites is the Tim Allen movie, The Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Um, I can recite it from front to back. Um, and then, obviously, like the you know National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation stuff. I... Um, I don't know if it's because it's been overplayed so much in my lifetime. I'm not a huge fan of the Christmas story. Oh, fucking get out. Go. Get I'm not. Fuck, get well, you out. have just signed your. You, fuck you, you out of here. You get the fuck out of here. In, in what my, is wrong with in you? My def- no, here's you are the, one pathetic loser. <laughs> you are one pathetic loser. And the reason I don't like it is because it's always played everywhere I go. On Christmas, Christmas Day, time. yeah, because yeah, it's, it's like a tradition. It's because like it's the best movie of like all that. fucking yeah, time. Like, I'll, watch it like, hours. I'll watch it like once, and then that's oh, fine. But like, I don't need to watch it 15 times. You're, you're a disappointing human. Anyway, I, I figured we can just be at the ground level with this discussion, and then we can go from here. So, no, I'm so disappointed. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're, okay. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. <laughs> I love you. We cannot be friends anymore. I mean, you're still dead to me, but love you too, man. <laughs> Bob? So I love a Christmas story, and uh, when I wake up Christmas morning, and the presents are under the tree, and we're waiting for the kids, I got the I got the coffee going, got me a cup of coffee. The first thing I do is I I go right to like I think it's TBS or TNT or whatever T- it is. TBS twenty four hours eight p.m. Yes, I I turn it on and boom, and it's a Christmas story and. That is always playing in the background as we're opening gifts and doing our normal Christmas morning stuff. I'm getting breakfast going and that kind of thing. Like that's oh, that's like a traditional thing for me. Now to watch the, a Christmas story outside of Christmas Day, I don't do it. Just generally, I don't. I just I don't just pick up the movie as a Christmas movie to watch. I watch all the other ones, and so and so like. A Christmas story is something that like has to be played Christmas Day for me. That is very much a traditional thing for me. But otherwise, I love Elf because I love Will Ferrell, and there's yeah, just so there's so many like hilarious like I don't know. Just a, there's a like a good adult humor in there and 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 kid humor in there. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks is another one of my favorites. Like I love Tim Allen. Christmas of the Cranks is a, a yeah, I'm a huge Tim, Tim Allen fan, but that's a great movie. I, I feel like I, I watched that a couple times and, throughout December. And the Santa Claus, I think it's like one and two. I think three it starts to get weird yeah. or whatever. But like I think the number the, two is weird when you got like talking fucking rabbits. Yeah. Fucking comment. It's all about yeah, it gets one. weird. But oh my God. so like yeah, the Santa Claus. One with Tim Allen, and then uh, Christmas with the Cranks. That that's like so. Like this time of year, like my kids love that kind of shit. So it's playing all the time. There's always a Christmas movie playing upstairs. So it's like, yeah, Christmas with the Cranks. I've already watched it at least once, and uh, the Santa Claus is another one. And then a Christmas Story plays on Christmas Day. Elf is like whenever we're feeling yeah. like, hey, what are we gonna watch? It's going to be Elf because it's just that time of year. So, like, I'm not bah humbug. Like, and even The Grinch. The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Like, it's a great, great movie, great really movie good, man. Yeah. Great movie. Like, even the old-ass Grinch. Like, that brings back some nostalgic type like, memories. Let's to be me, real. But. Okay. Think about Jim Carrey 
and his acting job in that movie. Shouldn't he have been nominated for some fucking award? An Academy Award. Academy. He yeah. Legitimately, won though. Yeah. How he transformed uh, uh, into the Oscar. Grinch. Yeah. I'm just... It would never get nominated. But, no. like, come on, man. That's a... Jim Carrey's one no. of my favorite actors, too. Yeah, so. mine, too. He's great. There were no lesbians in that movie. Captain. So. <laughs> um, I'm... I just went controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say favorite. I don't care about Christmas his political beliefs. <laughs> talking about him as a fucking. But if you don't mean put one. that shit in, you're not gonna win the Academy Award. That's all I'm saying. Favorite anyway. Christmas movie is Rudolph with Humble Bumble. Humble Bumble. Uh, that's a good one too. Humble man. and Yukon and the whole Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. Yep. Oh man, that's a great movie. It's a classic. Yeah. I watched some other shit. It was on Amazon. It was, it was a Rudolph story. Out. It wears it me out. It was the weirdest thing ever. It, it wears me out when, when Rudolph puts the shit on his nose to try to cover it up. and The little black Yeah, he, put, he puts a bud or whatever, whatever the fuck he puts on his nose. And then he talks and he's like, And then shit pops off when he goes, yeah. he's going ape shit for something. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, the girl. The reindeer games. Yeah. I think the reindeer games. And like, me. Falls off and he's like glowing and shit. He's freaking out. Yeah. It freaked me out as a kid. I was like, his nose. What? What? What kind of lessons is teaching me right now? I Dude, feel like I'm old movies like that. Man, they didn't. They didn't give a fuck. But our society wasn't sensitive as shit. It nowadays. was weird. It was some weird shit. Yeah. But he tried to cover up his nose and the shit fell off. So, so Rudolph. <laughs> what's some other ones you like? Rudolph. Do you watch any other Christmas movies? <laughs> Are you a Christmas movie guy? Escanaba in so, the Moonlight. So Escanaba in the Moonlight is not a Christmas movie, nor is Frozen Stupid. I know you love Frozen Stupid. Um, so favorite is Rudolph. Always have Christmas story rolling 24 hours for Christmas Day. Boom! No questions asked. No questions asked. No fucking questions um, asked. Damn. What else? What else? That's going to be a like, new prereq for this podcast. Yep. Yeah. I need evidence that, to... that you played it 24 hours. All right. Or you're gone. <laughs> he Goodbye. gone. He Goodbye. gone. He gone. Um, some of the other stuff, like, I have not seen all the Santa Claus movies. I, I think I've oh, seen the, the first one, and I remember it being, I think I remember being funny, but I didn't, not like tuning in all the time to watch it. Uh, the first one is definitely yeah. the best. The second and third were. I mean, they were, they were good. I mean, I, I watched them. Yeah. Stung by a bee, Scott. Which one had Martin Short in it? The third one. The third one. The third, the third one, one's yeah. better. The second, to me, the second one, like, yeah. man, like the talking Easter bunny and the fucking yeah. uh, Mother Nature and then the comet thing, like, it just, it, it lost. You know, God, you're doing when you weird. get... You got deep. Yeah. When you get Martin Short into a, a third movie, you know you got, you're, you're just yeah. begging for it to fail. <laughs> yeah. You know? I like uh, I like the Jim Carrey version of the Grinch a lot. I like the old one too, but I like the Jim Carrey version one a lot. So, y'all disappointed me, honestly, a little bit. So, I like Christmas Story. Bob and Jason, you get high fives for that. But there's other movies that were not like I'm. I'm a Christmas nerd, man. I really am. I watch Christmas movies from November first. To fucking Christmas Day. Fucking geek. <laughs> I'm a fucking nerd. 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 <laughs> I'll admit it. Nerd. I, dude, I, beat it, nerd. 
I, I just had a meeting at my store the other day, and that was like one of our trivia questions. I was like, and I told everybody, I was like, I'm a fucking Christmas nerd. I don't care what you think. You're, I really don't care. You're boring um, your people with Christmas stuff. Hundred <laughs> oh, percent. They all they all laugh about it though. Um, I'm a cool boss. But see, wear a vest. Uh, Vay's got like a fucking. <laughs> Hello, Christmas my thing. name is Ryan. Would you like me to wrap your gifts for you today? <laughs> good day, sir. I said good day. <laughs> Over here in aisle five, we have ornament paintings. <laughs> Where's the deer feed? I don't, Where's the deer feed? I don't, work, at, I don't work at Browner's. But that, <laughs> is that, is that reindeer feed? I should work at Browner's. You should. If I'm going to work in the retail environment, there's no better place for me than Browner's Winter Wonderland. Yeah. It's fucking Christmas. Three hundred sixty-five days Santa. a year. There you go. Dude. Holy Santa Claus! Shit! <laughs> I can't anyway, wait till so, his fucking beard turns. It's great. Dude, it's oh there. My God. It's there. Be fucking Anyways, all right, so we got Christmas Story, classic. By far the best, number one. Anybody who says otherwise, you can go to hell. I'm kidding. Eat shit. The new one on HBO is surprisingly really good. The second one. Well, it's like the eighth one they've made, but it's the follow-up one. But nobody mentioned... National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. I didn't you say that. Shitter's full. Hey, shitter's full. <laughs> it, is, it is really good. I, I Dude, it. it is. So Christmas Story is my favorite, but if you if you look at on the comedy side, yeah. 100% National Lampoon's. So my, my wife had like girls night with her sister and some of her friends. And so they created a drinking game for National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Where they certain things have to happen, like every time you see him in a, a Blackhawks sweater or something mm. like that, like you have to drink, and every time he gets hurt, you drink. But so uh, when he's in the mall, the underwear the, with the oh, tis the season, yeah, yeah. Tis, tis the season to be merry. Well, that's my name. <laughs> no bit, shit, a little bit nipply. I mean, <laughs> nippy in there. <laughs> oh fuck. Um, so Christmas vacation. And then you get like Elf is really good. I've watched Elf many, many a times. Um, Christmas with the Cranks, all those. But then I get deep and you go White Christmas. But even probably that. better than White Christmas is It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. One Classical. of the best movies. Yeah. Jimmy Stewart. Every time, man, I'm not going to lie. Call me a pussy. The end of that movie, I fucking choke up, man. Every time. Hey. Every to time. Each, to each his own, man. Yeah. Pussy. Call me. I don't care. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> Call me out. That's fine. And then That's fine and even bitch. And even White Christmas. When you get to the end, when they sing the song for the general, and you see his reaction, man. Well, fuck that general. <laughs> I don't yeah, care if you don't like your general. This dude's an actor. He's just wearing stars. You guys are story. Shit. Now, here's a question. I don't, uh, here's a question. I don't f- think... Oh, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. Here's a question for... Uh, for you boys, and in reference to your wives, do your wives watch any of the Hallmark Christmas movies at all? My wife, hell no. She hates that Hallmark shit. No, they're more mainstream. My, my, my wife and kids like watch all the, like like I said, Christmas and Cranks will... Our mom has been watching like the Hallmark times. Christmas since fucking July. That's, yeah. Honest to God. I mean, it's my... kind of like you're wrong for my mom. But. My wife watches them, and some of them... I mean, some of them are like, okay, this, you know, this is so stupid. But some of them aren't too bad. And for low budget films, like, I, I have to give, I have to give them an A for effort on some of these. But you know, my yeah, my wife watches those all the time. What about you, Jay? 
Um, my future mother-in-law loves them. Loves them. Loves them. Uh, Nikki, nah. Not a fan. Okay. Jason, I'm looking at these pictures of your ass on that roof. Yeah. I was... <laughs> oh, my man. dad is on the ground. You well, are... You know, my dad, my dad can't get up there anymore, but I'm inching my way to the top, and he's, he's down there like, what's taking so he's long? Like, he's, like like, cradling, he's like cradling the peak of the roof. Riding it like it's a horse. What what does your I wife so watch, scared. Jason? She watches whatever I watch. <laughs> Michigan Outdoor. <laughs> oh we gosh. watch a lot of football in this house. <laughs> we watch football and we watch The Hunting Public on YouTube. That's about it. Great show. That's going to last for maybe the first year. And then, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you'll be watching. Is that the honeymoon phase? Well, unless she's like my My wife will still watch hunting shows. I put on like Red Arrow or something. Like she watches it. She enjoys hunting shows and fishing shows. My wife watches that stuff for about 4.7 seconds and then falls asleep. So it's usually. Yeah. I'm usually watching Two each his own. All right. Let's flip flop it. Least favorite movie. Worst fucking Christmas movie ever made. Ooh. <laughs> I gotta think about it for a sec. That's a good question, isn't it? Um, there's some terrible fucking Christmas movies. I mean, yeah, what's the one? You could say everything Hallmark. <laughs> I I think the wow, man, I can't even think of it off the top of my head. Um, definitely the third Santa Claus. Like the third one, I don't like. It's aggressive. That's yeah, very, I, it's very aggressive. Or no, the second one. The second one. The you're, second you're one. Very the, aggressive. No, the, no, the second one with the talking <laughs> rabbits and stuff, or the bunnies or whatever. Um, it's yeah, that's the a pretty Easter t- bunny. Okay? That, that's a pretty tough one. I don't really know off the top of my head. A lot of Christmas movies. Let me Google it. I'm like, yeah, I hate that one. I normally, I normally don't give it like the time of day. Like if it's if it sucks, I'm gonna like change it, and we're gonna watch something we want to watch. But like to what? Like when you said that, I was thinking like the first thing that came to my mind was Bad Santa, but I actually like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> With Billy Bob Thornton, I actually love that movie. So it's it's not Bad Santa. It's gonna be something. Yeah, probably along the lines of like one of those. Um, one of those the Santa Claus movies with the Tim Allen movies, like probably the two or three, whichever one got like really kind of ridiculous. What about Medea? Medea's Christmas. Oh my god! Not no, a fan I've of that. Never, one. never seen it. So yeah, it, it, it's going to be something that's just like I forgot about a couple key movies too, and I'm mad at myself. But oh yeah, like uh, Polar Express. I forgot about Polar Express. I, I didn't like that at all. I didn't like I, it. I mean. Like graphically and visually, mm-hmm. it's it's really fucking cool. Yeah, I, my kids love it, and I I, I kind of I hate fucking watching it now. But um, mine is this movie that um, uh, Matthew Broderick made and Danny DeVito deck the halls. The worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I, so I will go back and say Jingle All the Way. That's what I was just gonna say. Dude, I was gonna say Arnold that. Schwarzenegger. It's turbo time! <laughs> fucking awesome. I did enjoy that. I will watch that. <laughs> so, oh man, we f- totally fucked up, man. We totally one. fucked up. The best Christmas movie out there is Die Hard. Well, we, we're, we'll go I there. wondered if someone we'll is fucking Die Hard. We'll dude. go there. The other ones I was forgetting about is Home Alone. Yeah, definitely. Home Alone 1 and 2. Uh, fucking great movies. Great. Those are like. 
in the tops for me. Yeah, see, I think there's a lot. If you're going like that comedy style, then yeah. they're they're in top five for me. Yeah. Jason, uh, worst movie? Can you think of one? Well, listening to you guys rattle off a bunch of Christmas movies, I realize that I've only ever scratched the surface in the number that I've watched. There's a ton of them that you guys are talking those about. Those are rookie numbers. You need to bump that shit up. Yeah, got to bump those numbers up. Uh, this might be an unpopular opinion, but to me, Elf isn't quite as funny as some oh, others think. It's both, a little bit. Both it kinda, you. It, both you. It's getting. It's, All right, it's listeners, approaching. submit your applications to be part of the Terrible Outdoorsman <laughs> crew. Um, at the terribleoutdoorsman.com. Um, prerequisite you must like Elf and you must like uh, Christmas Story. Damn, we're looking, we're sure looking you... for new members because we just fired two. <laughs> Dan, Dan, make sure you add in uh, what the going rate is for the wages we make while we participate yeah. in this. I'll, uh, I'll text or uh, message and data rates may apply but we, i will uh, message you separately and and then text me and we'll and we'll talk about wages earned <laughs> wages earned all right so let's get into it die hard is it a christmas movie or is it yep. not a christmas fuck yes. movie fuck yes whoa 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 okay wow for being a takes screw, place this during sure christmas it's a goddamn okay. christmas movie okay bob said christmas movie jason says christmas movie daniel san <laughs> uh-oh i think dan please uh, unpopular opinion no <laughs> no it's not Fuck out of here. That, that might be that might that might be three strikes, Dan. Yeah, write it down in the book. Yeah, um, negative Ghost Rider. So Dan, oh fi- Top Gun, Top Gun is that a move? Is that a Christmas movie? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Top Gun too. Dan, I'm I'm fine. I'm finally with you. Yeah! Um, at this moment, oh, we should have you on. Why? <laughs> Is your, is your wife yelling at us for so long? She called me to tell me that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Oh Thank my you. god! <laughs> Thank you! Oh my god! It is not a Christmas movie. What? Are we talking I, I now about that she can hear us? <laughs> she hung up on me. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I want all the listeners. Us. What a good to, wife. I want the listeners all to submit whether they think this is the movie or not. Let's start this debate. We should call our wives. We're going to post <laughs> this on social media when this goes live. I hope she knows that we're watching Die Hard tonight. I hope you know that. Let's say call So I just, I just watched a video. <laughs> Of some speech that die or uh, died, Bruce Willis was giving, and at the end of his speech, he stated that it's not a Christmas yeah. movie. From the man, the actor, the myth, the legend. Um, well, I hope he knows he's fucking wrong, and he's he's a loser. <laughs> you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> actually, um, yeah, he's actually going through a really hard times. He's got some health shit going on, so. Mm. He's Sorry, re- he's retired from acting. Sorry, well, Bruce. So appreciate Bruce Willis because he's uh, one of the best action. Well, until he started making all this B-rate shit. What are you doing? I was waving at Jason. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're, we're just two, texting. We're, take it easy. So what's your wife say? She said not a Christmas she said movie. Not a Christmas. Boom. Movie. Three yeah. to two. Let's go. Let's go. We win. Um, oh, nothing. Lose. Nothing makes an opinion stink more than some confirmation. That it's bias. not. So you all are vote. You voted as not. 
not. No. Negative. I'm a Christmas movie freak, and I am the all, the almighty when it comes to this shit. Well, and I'm saying no, it does not pass my prerequisite to be a Christmas movie. Bob's <laughs> like you're not my brother anymore. Yeah. Bob's <laughs> like, well, get the fuck out. Bye bye. Go ride your boat for fucking six days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <sighs> all right. Um. So. To kind of wrap up our Christmas special, what's on everybody's Santa's Santa list? Hmm. I'm one of those people where I kind of just ask for money. Um, because to, wow. be honest, to be honest with you, <laughs> wow. uh, no, and, 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 he, fucking he's the guy for his, for, guy. He's the guy for his wedding invite. He's, they didn't register anywhere. He's like, just give us cash. <laughs> Oh no, that's and, what we're doing. And we, it's called I, the house fund. That's yeah, what we're doing. House we, fund. Um, he's got the um, the diaper fund. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we realized about a year later that we didn't send out thank you cards. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never got my goddamn thank you card. Yeah, Yikes. I remember. I remember. <laughs> trust me. It, yeah. it eats at me every day. Thanks for coming. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, honestly, I asked for money this year, and I asked for Guitar Center gift cards. Um, so I can invest in new podcast equipment, new podcast equipment. Seriously. That was one, that was one of my things. I said, I want some, I want some cash. That's a good idea. And, uh, we should all was, ask for guitar center gift cards. I did. I, that's exactly yeah. what I did. I honest. gave my wife like no ideas. I, I, I did. I don't, I, um, you know, I also asked for, um, I've kind of hinted around this a little bit. Oh. I've, I asked for a, a flagpole. I want a flagpole for the front of my house. To put like the card, like a flag that says chilling the most, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that'll go over well in Canton (laughs) from a kid rock song, yeah. But now, yeah, a yacht with a flag saying chilling the most, rock that bit up and down down the coast, coast. (laughs) toast to the sun, but it ain't fun. Oh, Jesus, get in the pit and try to love someone, anyway. Um, yeah, I asked for a flagpole, um. That would be cool if I get that. Um, like one for your yards? <laughs> yeah, for the yards. Yeah, okay. Like reciting ba went to ba. Ba went to ba. Jesus. Merry Christmas. It's, it's been a music episode. It has. Um, yeah, okay. that's about it. So Dan's getting uh, um, a new podcast equipment. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks for buying everybody's podcast equipment. Hey, I, I appreciate hope, it, man. I hope it goes well Please for do us. these. Bob's great. Bob's getting a, a ride on a yacht or a big fucking cruise boat thing. Yeah, the Titanic. The Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're pretty much riding on the Titanic. Yeah. Gilligan, the skipper too. A millionaire and his wife. The wow. movie star. The professor and Marianne. Jason, uh, can you do a fact check and see if uh, all of our listeners officially stop listening at this point? Of the- oh, I, I'm pretty sure. Well, you made, you made a couple of gross... Exaggerations there, Dan. First of all, you, you said it. make sure you said make sure all of our listeners plural, mm, which is true. wrong. Good it would point. be our one listener, yeah. and yeah, you're right. They tuned out long ago. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's why we're just having fun with this. Nobody's listening to this shit. Yep. If you look at if you if you track the analytics, our podcast, everybody tunes off after about four minutes. So <laughs> really? We get lots of listens, but everybody's like, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> they open it and then they close it. <laughs> I really hope that's not true. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's just for, Jason for sitting there like, on his desk because play, I, play, you, so play. what you're saying is I could literally talk for four minutes and then yeah. be done. Like, yeah, damn, we could be, we could already be in bed, not have to worry about doing this shit. So you're saying there's yeah. a chance. It's fucking shenanigans. Uh, I asked, Jason, what's on your Christmas list? I asked for a few swag items from the hunting public. Not the terrible outdoorsman. What the crap? I already bought those, and they're still apparently haven't arrived. <laughs> that <laughs> That's fair. I actually, I have them. I just, I, I was hoping I we were going musky fishing. I know. You tried to tease me to get me to come down. Yeah, I tried, like, oh, I tried teasing this t-shirts. dude last weekend. So somebody would go musky fishing with me last weekend. Not that I really would. If he showed up, I probably would have gone. And I, just, I was like, yeah, we're going to go to our buddy's house. We're going to play some euchre. We're going to watch fight night. You can crash in my place. We'll musky fish. And he's like. Oh, it was a perfect And he's plan. like, no. <laughs> that was a fun time. I enjoyed that. We did all of the above other than Except the musky, musky fish. fish. Yeah. I knew you wouldn't go. Well, you wouldn't push me to go. Let me rephrase that. Because if you say no, I'm like, all right, that's sweet. <laughs> I don't really want to. I, I, you know so I, I winterize my boat. So it was, it you was know what's a done so deal. ironic? It's so ironic to hear that, right? Ryan says, well, I knew Bob wouldn't push me to go. And so I was like, ah, let's not go. But you know who will not sit down and take a break when they're fishing is Ryan. Yeah. So if you can yeah. get him to go, he's all in. But oh, sometimes 100%. it's hard to get him to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Especially when it was like 30 degrees out. Although. Yeah. I think I've just been in full hunting mode because it's springtime. I'm all in. And like Flynn. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything on my on my list. I, I suck at giving my, my wife her Santa ideas. So she gets me what she gets me. I have, nothing. Happens. I have absolutely Socks, nothing. underwear. I don't really care. I'm I not. have told zero people that I want anything. Yeah. I, I, I honestly... She gets mad at me all the time because I don't give her ideas. I'm like, I want you to think of like shit that I like that would be a cool gift for me. Like, I'm not going to tell you what to buy me. That defeats the purpose of Christmas, people. I fucking hate that shit. When they're like, oh, here's my list. Go buy me these things. I will purposely not buy you that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just because yeah. it defeats the purpose. I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to look for something. And I'm be like, oh, that she would love that. She'll give me a list and I won't buy her a, fu- a fucking thing on it. Ooh, busting my mic. So that's how I roll. My wife's good at giving gifts that you don't think you might want. Exactly. She's pretty good at that. Exactly. She'll just find you. She'll go through the store and be like, Dan would love that. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of would. Yeah. Where you probably would never buy for yourself. Like, all of a sudden, she's like, that would be awesome. That's right. So, well, good stuff. Well, I was looking up like the top gift ideas for this year, and it's number one is Yeti. Surprise, surprise. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Yeti. Um, Gift cards. Um, th- and this is like that's Dan. Top, that's Dan with his give me money. Top, so this is this is top <laughs> gift ideas for like um, outdoors people. It was just, it said, that was the article said. So Yeti gift cards to Bass Pro, Cabela's, and REI. Who the fuck shops at REI? <laughs> Need like six gift cards. Blackstone griddle. Well, I know because I sold a fucking million of them. Um, knives. G Shock watches was in the top five. G Shock, yeah, I didn't know really? those were still popular. Like, I thought that fad was done. I mean, I hear they're nice watches, but coming back, binoculars, gloves, and then heated jackets and heated vests. That would be oh, heated jacket. There you go. The heated Ryan. vest was a new thing for me this uh-huh. year, and it's it's money, dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't yep. know if we've talked about this, but 
the fact that binoculars are on the list, does anyone in attendance tonight have any vortex binoculars or scopes or anything? We both do, yeah. We have both. No, I don't. Okay. And I love every second of them. I I don't know if you guys I don't know if you guys have been able to speak um, to attest to the customer service and the warranty and stuff, but I I can. I had a pair of binoculars. I dropped them. They wouldn't focus. I sent them in. Two weeks later, they sent me a brand new pair with a note that said we couldn't refurbish them to the manufacturer's specifications. So it is the warranty is as good as they say, and it's worth it. Yeah, I've heard about it. I've heard their warranty's really good. Yeah, I talked. You to spend a, person a little more money, phone. but like you're not going to yeah. get that service from these cheap Simmons or Bushnells or. I I um, talked to a person on the phone and I said I dropped them. They're like, oh yeah, send them in. I'm like. Mm-hmm. No, no, I like I dropped them. Like they worked fine, and then I dropped them. Yeah. <laughs> and the lady goes, "Yeah, we know what happens. Send yeah. them in." And I was yep. like, "All right." Yeah, Vortex, Leopold, and Nikon all have that like same. Mm. Warranty. Okay. Well, I've heard they all have the same one. I don't know, but I've heard okay. Vortex has really good warranty. So, all right. Well, I think that's enough fun for one night. So maybe we talked some Christmas. We talked some. Some battle of the bulge and jumping out of airplanes and we, yeah. covered, we covered the whole game. Some shit, some shiite. Oh man! So Jason, what's on your your future? Um, on Friday morning at eleven o'clock, I'm flying out to Denver for a wedding. Nice. So you'll be available this weekend for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Next week might be a Jasonless episode. Cool. Well, that's fun. Weddings are sometimes fun. Open bar. Open bar, dude. Open bar, and I'm the best man. So there you I go. get my speech ready. Very nice. Very nice, Daniel. Son. Maybe, maybe oh. for the speech, Dan, I'll read Palace of the Popples. Please do, do it. it. Please do. Do it. You know, um, just kind of getting everything geared up towards Christmas. Work kind of crazy. Um, you know, that's kind of it. Remember, kids. We'll do a podcast, just you and I. Yeah, sounds good. He'll be on a boat. He'll be in. Jason will be in Denver. Just you and I, man. Talk All right. Me. My my closing uh, my closing comment. Uh, remember, kids, what happens on the podcast stays on the podcast. <laughs> I like it. It's like a disclaimer almost. Yeah. It, yeah. It's going to save us in some legal battle down the road. <laughs> we said what stays on it stays. Yeah, yeah, man, <laughs> Mr. Lawyer Man. Yeah. Like, you can't sue yeah, me. Legal guy. <laughs> Mr. DeCoyper. Yeah, DeCoyper. Yeah, yeah DeCoyper. We guys. said it stays on there, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Bob, enjoy your cruise. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm on the Guggen I, hunt. I'm I, on the Guggen hunt, so I am coming back with a shit ton of content. I'm going to come back with all kinds of stories. We're going to have to do an episode just to recap your boat ride. Guggen cruise. Yeah, this is this is our first cruise ever, So, and my first cruise ever. So, What, what did you call it? Guggen what? 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 You called it Guggen something. What? I don't know. Fucking Guggenville. I don't know. <laughs> like Guggenville 2.0. I have already did I, that. Like like the cruise Googans, I'm going to cruise Googans. That's cruise Googans, yeah. E- e- equator Googans, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like our tropical Googans, I'm going to 
take note of said Googans, and I will uh, come back and report. And then when we I get see. into ice fishing, it's going to be frozen Googans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hard water Googans. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Well, I have nothing going on until um, the next podcast. I'm just working uh, like crazy, working that retail life, and tired as shit. Go to work, come just keep, home, go uh, to sleep. So. Just keep selling that reindeer food. Exactly. 100%. Yep, we're just, we're just feeding the squirrels, people. I try telling people every day that, like, this shit's illegal, just so you know. Like, you know, the DNR might, might get you. It's illegal. And they're like, oh, I'm just feeding the squirrels. I'm like, still legal? Still, you still you can't, can't put feed <laughs> animals. And I don't know if... It spreads diseases. And, yeah. And uh, I, I... Yeah, whatever. Anyways. <laughs> hey, I let's get into a whole hey, other debate right I, as I, we're I'm this. not the police. You feed those squirrels with that corn all you want, people. You keep you keep my lights on, I'm so... All about, I'm all about feeding animals. All right. Very cool. Well, thanks, boys. It's been fun. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, we'll talk to um, all y'all next week. Bob's going to be on his cruise. So it'll be a bobless episode. Bobless. Maybe if you have a good enough internet, you should totally zoom in from the fucking cruise. I think we have internet connection for like one phone See. because it costs like how like twenty dollars a day or some bullshit. So. I think my wife's phone is going to be connected to the internet. Other than, other than that, yeah, I am going to be no, disconnected from the world. No, you're going to take a break from the podcast. You'll be fine. Yeah, You'll be I'm, good. I'm we'll good. survive without you. So, Other than that, thanks, everybody, for listening. As always, follow us on social media, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Check out our website. Um, remember, the swag is live, um, and we are still doing free shipping. So if you want any of that swag, koozies, t-shirts, stickers, decals, any of that stuff, um, hit us up uh, on the website, or you can even hit us up on uh, social media if you have any, if, it's, if you're international, because apparently we have a bunch of people who listen to us from other countries, 18 different countries. Um, um, we just shipped one out internationally. you got to hit us up separately, though, because I don't know if we can do it through our website, and the, the shipping is obviously a lot more, so... Keep your legs crossed, your mind on Jesus. He just had to get it in. I, I was, I he had it. to. I'm looking for it. So, yep, um, international orders, give us a, a hit us up on Facebook or any of our social media or just at um, through the Contact Us page, and we'll get back with you, and we'll, we'll let you know what it's going to cost. Um, otherwise, thank you for your support for that. We're still getting orders, and um, it's been, been a good start to it. Um, thank you, Dan, for setting that up. Um, other than that, get outdoors and don't be terrible. <laughs>